This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. U.S. stocks extended losses Thursday as investors digested earnings and recession talk from Wall Street's big banks while reeling from shock inflation data that raised the possibility of a 100 basis point rate hike later this month. The S&P 500 and Dow Jones Industrial Average clawed back from session lows of nearly 2%, but each closed down 0.3% and 0.5% respectively. The tech-heavy Nasdaq teetered into positive territory to cap the session just above break-even after sliding earlier in the session. J.P. Morgan Chase was in the spotlight Thursday after reporting a wider-than-expected drop in second-quarter profit of 28%, attributing the decline to a $1.1 billion provision for credit losses amid concerns over a possible economic downturn. Shares closed down 3.5%. In our global economy, we are dealing with two conflicting factors operating on different timetables, CEO Jamie Dimon said. The U.S. economy continues to grow in both the job market and consumer spending, and their ability to spend remain healthy. But geopolitical tension, high inflation, waning consumer confidence, the uncertainty about how high rates have to go and the never-before-seen quantitative tightening in their effects on global liquidity, combined with the war in Ukraine and its harmful effect on global energy and food prices, are very likely to have negative consequences on the global economy sometime down the road, Diamond added. Morgan Stanley revealed results that missed analysts' expectations, dragged down primarily by a slump in investment banking revenue due to volatile market conditions. Shares fell and capped the session 0.3% lower after pairing a 2% loss. These results also weighed on the broader financial sector, sending shares of bank peers Citi and Wells Fargo down over 3% and 0.9% respectively, ahead of their own earnings on Friday. The moves across equity markets come after all three major indexes tumbled Wednesday following fresh CPI data that showed prices across the U.S. economy surged at the fastest pace since 1981. Markets had a knee-jerk reaction after the eye-popping inflation numbers and the headline number of 9.1% only makes the job that much harder for the Fed, Allianz Investment Management Senior Investment Strategist Charlie Ripley said. As a result, the Fed is likely going to send a hawkish message at the July meeting, and it would be a mistake to think that a rate hike less than 75 basis points is in the cards. The blowout headline figure even spurred a wave of speculation among strategists that an increase of 100 basis points may now be on the table, a move that would mark the most combative monetary intervention since the early 1990s. Federal Reserve Board of Governors member Christopher Waller in comments Thursday 
maintained his support for a 0.75% rate hike at policymakers' next meeting, but said he would be open to backing an increase of one full percentage point if upcoming economic releases point to strong consumer spending. The remarks echo sentiment shared by Atlanta Fed President Raphael Bostic following Wednesday's CPI data. Everything is in play, Bostic told reporters in St. Petersburg, Florida. When asked if that included lifting interest rates by a full percentage point, he said, it would mean everything. Elsewhere on Thursday morning, initial jobless claims edged higher last week, and a potential sign the labor market may be cooling as the Federal Reserve tightens financial conditions. First-time filings for unemployment insurance in the U.S. increased to 244,000 in the week ended July 9th, up by 9,000 from the prior period. Labor Department data showed Thursday morning. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg had expected the latest figure to come in at 235,000. The producer price index for final demand, a gauge of wholesale and business prices, surged 11.3% year-over-year in June and 1.1% from the prior month. The Labor Department also reported Thursday, underscoring inflationary pressures at the wholesale level. Meanwhile, commodity markets remained under pressure on rising worries of a supply crunch. West Texas Intermediate crude futures fell by 224, or 2.33%, to 94.06 per barrel in the early trade. And Brent crude oil fell by 194, or 1.95%, to 97.63. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.